and that's why everyone when we talk about being around toilets we get so excited yeah. because when you're wandering around on this muddy hillside sliding around it's dark like a a porcelain toilet it yeah. sounds like the literally the best thing exactly. in the world <laughs> And I'm Molly. And you're listening to the Two Sisters on Adventures podcast. When we last left off, we were spinning the night at Vermilion Valley Ranch, or as we call it, VBR. <laughs> we should just start doing the entire podcast in unison. I feel like we're really starting to lean into that. Um, maybe that'll be like our Halloween episode. <laughs> just kidding. That would take way too much time to plan. But... So that night we had a great sleep, probably our best one of the trail. Oh my and gosh, for my sure. morning started. I okay, when I say early, I feel like that bird started making noise at like five, five in the morning. Yeah. No, I was gonna say five, but I thought you were gonna correct me. No. So about five. But the nice thing was, even though the bird was making noise, we could get up and use a toilet. A real, honest to goodness, porcelain bowl. <laughs> And I remember actually very vividly, I like woke up and I was like, oh, I kind of need to use the bathroom. And I was like, hey, go ahead and do it. Because uh, normally if I wake up and I need to use the bathroom, I'm like, well, you're going to hold it until like it's time to get up because it's cold or yeah. whatever. So that was kind of a pleasant little aspect of the morning. I even wrote in my journal for that day, loved being able to use a toilet. It's so silly Just those small, it, the little things. things. Yeah, Honestly. that makes such a big difference. And we decided we were going to have breakfast at VBR as well. I mean, we could have cooked our own breakfast and eaten it. But honestly, making breakfast takes up so much time in the morning. Oh, I mean, why would we want to cook our own breakfast when yeah. we could eat the pancakes, pancakes that are the size yep. of your head? Yep. Okay, Carrie. Yep. So wow. we went and we got some pancakes. I think we shared a plate because we'd been warned by that man who was trapped honestly, there yep. by the amazingness of VBR. Um, <laughs> he told us, you know, just or get the one order. So we shared an order of pancakes. And Molly, honestly, this was such a smart hack. She got a bowl of fruit as a side. And I, oh my goodness, that it was, it was like so good. really good fruit. Like there were these amazing grapes. Uh-huh. Raspberries. Cantaloupe. It was watermelon. That was even like crispy and juicy and it was, fresh. Yeah, it was better than I thought it could yeah, possibly honestly, be. Honestly, it was like regrettable because we should have each gotten our own bowl, but instead we had to share. And could it have been that that fruit in the context of me eating all the fruit that I want maybe wouldn't be? so good possibly but after literally no fruit in one week it was yeah un- it was unbelievable mm-hmm. plus that morning was a little bit funny because when we went in there we were wearing <laughs> our outfits which unfortunately the outfits that we sleep in match exactly <laughs> because we purchased them on sale and went because they were on sale they only had one color of shirt that was on sale and then the next color was like maybe another forty dollars more but we just got matching outfits, and it's so embarrassing when your sisters <laughs> that look very, very similar and sound similar and have similar mannerisms to just like also be like in your late in your middle twenties wearing matching outfits. <laughs> and it was funny because we walked in there that morning, and some guy was like, "It's the Bubblegum Twins," and I, we were like, "Huh." But I didn't even know what the bubblegum twins yeah. were. Apparently, it's some commercial, and oh. I, I guess we should look it up now. I mean, at the time, we didn't really have. I guess we were. Do we have Wi-Fi? You you paid for Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. I had Wi-Fi. Um, and so it was just kind of funny because, I don't know, here they were calling us the bubblegum twins and we were the just other, like, okay. The other thing I loved about the VVR breakfast was their coffee. Mm. If you paid for coffee, they just had like the coffee carafe, whatever 
tin thing sitting mm-hmm. on the top of the stove with the fire going. Yep. You could just go refill your coffee as many times as you wanted. Mm-hmm. You didn't even have to put your little Starbucks Via packet in. Yeah, didn't you didn't have to boil your own drink water. Drink it right up. Mm-hmm. I think we sat in there. It was like kind of a chilly morning, yeah. a little bit cloudy, and it was mm-hmm. nice and warm because there was a fire in there. Yep. We must have sat in there for like an hour. Yeah. And I think that's when... Is that when... So we got up kind of late for breakfast because it was like, why not lay in your bed? Because we decided at that point we were gonna we weren't gonna leave it on the eight thirty ferry. Yeah, but we got up early enough that we did get to say goodbye to all our friends and kind of like, oh, I'm probably never gonna see you again. Right, but it was <laughs> nice meeting you and visiting with you. And so they there, left. there are a couple options, right? You could either walk from VVR back to the trail, but like we said, it adds on like five or six miles mm-hmm. if you don't take the ferry. You could take a ferry. Or you can also take a shuttle oh, to yeah. a cutoff trail. Is it called the Bear Ridge Cutoff? I think so. So you can do, um, if you do that, then you'll skip out on a couple miles of the JMT, but you ha- miss like one ascent and descent of a mm-hmm. like a hill that's not like a named pass. So. But it is a it is a pretty intense climb. So a couple of our friends chose to take that shuttle. shuttle yeah, and so VVR will shuttle you there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's 25 bucks or if it's free. I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah. So anyways, our friends left about that time and then the ferry came with some new hikers. Um, and there were those ladies that we met who were hiking northbound, I mm-hmm. believe. So they were pretty excited cause they just literally had made it over the final huge pass, which would be mirror pass, which is going to be our first big pass. Well, and yeah, the big one. Well, okay. Donahue is a big pass. Silver, silver Selden. pass is a big pass. Selden pass is a big pass, but. Okay, sure. It's like none of them are like what I consider to be the passes of the trail. Okay, like the sure. iconic passes to me are Muir, Pinchot, Glen, Forrester. Um, I think there's one more that I'm forgetting. Mather. 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 Those yeah. are the ones that I feel like typically people are like, these are the intense wilderness climbs. I could take that. Because okay. even Donahue, right, there's so many people around, you know, and it's kind of... You feel like you're still in society because from um, Donahue, you can see ski resorts and all that kind of stuff. But to me, when you go out and go over Muir Pass, it's like you are now in the wilderness, in the heart of it all. And so, I mean, does my definition really matter? No, of course not. Like, But to me, I feel like when I did Donahue, I was a little nervous because like, yeah, it's high and I've never been that high. But when I was going to start doing like the Muir, the... Mather, Pinchot, like, I, it just felt like a big deal to be going over Muir. Okay, that, yeah, that makes sense. So, the two gals who were going northbound came on the ferry, yep. and then the three friends showed up. Yeah! Oh, the three friends! What is more <laughs> classic than that? This is honestly kind of a callback to a past episode. So, we were, you may recall that we were sitting by um, a little brook or creek or whatever, and I was taping up my blisters, and we saw these four friends hike by, and they kind of waved at us. One of them asked if we were doing okay, and he just had the nicest smile, a super friendly dude. And they came on the ferry to VVR, and we got to visiting with them, and we kind of, I don't think we recognized, recognized each other at first, but he asked me. He was like, hey, did you have a problem at some yeah. point? And, and I was like, oh, yeah. And so he was just like, oh, I'm so glad you're fine. But they were the coolest people because they were just these three friends who had decided to do their first backpacking trip ever, right? Yeah. It was the John Muir Trail. And so they were splitting a tent that was really quite big, but they could split it amongst the three of them. And 
they just were, I don't know, I, they were such cool people because they have, like, traveled all over the place. They worked in, which is, it was Bryce Canyon. Bryce Canyon, maybe, during the summer, like, at a bicycle shop. They and spent, like, a year living in Hawaii. In a U-Haul. At a, like, a wildlife yeah. preserve. Yeah, so it was just. They were working at Yosemite, and, like, their next stop was Australia. Yeah. So we thought they were just, like, so cool. Yeah, and it's, like, once again, one of those instances where, you would never meet those people probably in real life or like you just see them at the bike shop and Bryce, you're probably not going to strike up a conversation and find out about their life unless you're a way cooler person than I am. <laughs> but it was so fun to visit with them. And they kind of, um, I feel like played into our trip at different points where we'd yeah. see them and we'd just be like, yeah, the three friends. I know they were awesome. <laughs> and it was, so they decided to come to VVR on the ferry and I think that, you know, they caught the morning ferry mm -hmm. and I think they were camping maybe on the other side of Silver yeah. Pass or something. It was, they had a long distance. I think they were running to get to the ferry, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So they were, they had to get up early. They were hauling to get to the ferry mm -hmm. for the morning ferry. Well, actually. And then they were running. I think they sent so one I, of them I was ahead. Saying, well, yeah. The fastest runner oh, yeah. went ahead and then the he other dropped two his were like, pack. yes, he did. And yes. they had to go back and get it. Yes. So, <laughs> so they were one of those ones that appreciate that the person on the ferry waits and watches because mm -hmm. they were hustling to yeah. get there yeah. and so their plan was to actually resupply a vvr and they were some of the people that yeah. were the ones that liked to look through what the hiker boxes mm -hmm. had and what people had left behind and really grab the things that worked for them yep. and so they, they also were, wanted to charge their phones and stuff i don't know if they even did laundry or anything no they like didn't that. they yeah. just kind of showed just... up charged their phones visited a little bit and then they would take the ferry that afternoon yeah. so they weren't going to be at yeah. vvr for a full day um, but yeah, it was fun to see them and realize that we had, you know, unofficially met them a couple days before yeah. and it was really fun once again to spend more time with them because we would leapfrog with them essentially the rest of our hike. Yeah. And like Carrie said, every time we saw them, we would just say, it's yeah. the three friends. Yeah, and they were just like the, such nice people. And like I said, that one guy just had such a friendly smile that you'd like see him at, like across the way you'd see his big old smile and you'd yeah. just be like, it's Tino. Yeah. Anyway, so they were just the nicest people. One of those fun random chance meetings. And so when they arrived, I think it was within probably 20 or 30 minutes of their arrival that there started to be, I mean, the clouds were already pretty low and pretty dark. And then we started to hear thunder. Mm -hmm. And so we, we packed had, up yeah, our tent. We'd already eaten. Yeah, we'd already eaten our breakfast, but we like got into like full hustle mode because mm -hmm. we were like, we are not gonna have a wet tent actually we didn't even put all our stuff in our packs we yeah. were like throwing it under the exactly. overhangs like, like hysterically scooped everything up and yeah. then took it so yep. vvr there's a like a porch area where you can sit and eat and obviously it's covered in like kind of a bar with stools and stuff so we grabbed all of our stuff and threw it under there so it didn't get wet and then we had to like find and like reorganize our packs after that so then we went to the portion of the day at vvr where we spent like two hours just huddled under an overhang. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I don't know why we didn't go inside where it was warm. It was, I think it, that we just, the vibe was more fun outside. Yeah, you know? I think you're because right. Because it was inside, people were just kind of working and doing their jobs. But outside, we were just like, uh, well, I'm like, now that I'm thinking back, I was going to say we were just like huddled in our spots <laughs> thinking about how the weather might be bad ahead. I'm like, why was that a more fun vibe? But I think it was because we were together. Yeah. You know? And I did feel a little bad for the people we had met who yeah. left on the morning ferry because it was a downpour. And so we definitely felt fortunate that we were at VVR in the morning and actually had a roof over our heads. But I do think you, you started to like think of what you were going to encounter when you left in a couple hours because at that point we were going to have no more civilization like once we left vvr 
civilization was done, the remainder of our hike, the last like nine, ten days that we had, yeah. would be all pretty much wilderness. Yeah. Stop um, at MTR, but you, it's you not. There's nothing. There's there. no service no, there. there. Carrie had paid for Wi-Fi, so we started looking at the NOAA weather app to see kind of what the forecast was, because like we talked about, it had been very warm up until that day, and then I believe there was a hurricane that was hitting Southern California on that day that we were at VVR, and it seemed like that hurricane actually caused the weather pattern to shift from hot and just like clear skies and like little thunderstorms to actual rain and cold. So we looked and we were trying to look at specific locations. So we were looking at Muir Pass specifically. And the forecast, I think in our planned itinerary, initially, it would have been another maybe four days before we hit Muir Pass. But it showed that basically like the three and four days out, there was supposed to be either rain and freezing rain and then also a chance of snow on Muir Pass. So... I mean, well, and the forecast changed about every 60 seconds, which is what forecasts do in the mountains, right? There's so many different microclimates and like, you know, maybe this area is more shadowed and this area is more protected. And so I think we'd refresh it and we'd be like, oh, good. It's actually just regular rain. And then like five minutes later, we'd refresh it and it'd be like, it'd be like, um, it's all going to just be snow. And then we'd refresh it and it'd be like ice. And of so course it was it's, those- it's different because we were planning to camp in Evolution Basin. So that area was supposed to be like rain and freezing rain. But yeah. then, you know, Muir Pass is another like 1,500 feet above it. And up there, we didn't want to end up dealing with a ton of snow because it was higher. And no matter what, we would have to go over the pass, even if below it, the weather was just rain. So we were really thinking through all these variables and uh, it was kind of frustrating. So the timing of when it was supposed to be bad weather was the day that we were supposed to go over Muir Pass. So I think that was, what, three days away? And we thought that if we could get up to the Evolution Basin... No, it was four days away. And we thought if we could get up to Evolution Basin and camp three days away, then we would be ahead of the inclement weather. So there we were trying to adjust and adjust and adjust our itinerary because our plan was to leave on the ferry, hike to a creek that's right on the Trail. Yeah, so mm-hmm. basically just... Two miles. Yeah, and then stay there that night and then start up the hill the next morning. But Sophia, who was still there with us, she was going to leave on the afternoon um, ferry as well, was planning to hike eight miles that evening after the ferry dropped her off. And so we started talking about it and we were like, you know, that's pretty doable. Like we feel really rested. We feel good. So we kind of decided that we would match our match our itinerary to hers up until at least we went over Muir Pass so that that way we could miss the inclement weather and just kind of get out of there. But it's it's stressful that time when you're kind of trying to figure out, you know, if we go a day earlier, is that going to be better? If we go a day later, are we going to wish that, like, are we going to really regret it? And how can we adjust our miles, you know? And I feel like we, like, worked through so many different scenarios of how we could adjust our itinerary. Mm-hmm. And then we'd refresh the forecast and then it would all be different. And then just, like, knowing once you left VVR... You don't know if you'll have service ever again. Mm-hmm. And here you're making all of these adjustments based on the information you have, but it could all be different in a few hours and you'll just never know. So yeah. we, you know, I think we decided like, okay, it is reasonable to accelerate our itinerary. And I think we might've ended up shaving 
almost two days off because instead of having a pretty much a zero day and only hiking back to the JMT, we hiked eight miles. And then we made our next day, instead of camping just below Selden Pass, Mm -hmm. we decided to go all the way to MTR. So we actually like shaved off two days off of our itinerary just based on the weather. Um, and then that's how we ended up actually hiking the trail. And then, yeah. Yeah. We Later on, we'll shave off more days and you'll find about those <laughs> in later episodes. But we can't, I mean, we can't go into all that right now. Exactly. So basically, we finally made up our minds about what we were going to do. And that felt pretty good. And, and then we just had to stop looking at the yeah. app. Carrie was like, okay, Molly, we can't look at the forecast anymore. We've made our decision. Mm -hmm. It's just going to, like, it's not mentally good for us to just keep refreshing it. And so that was nice to, like, say, okay, this is our decision. And she sounds so wise. (laughs) I'm going to write that down. She sounds wise. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So then we just kind of had to get our our stuff all ready. And I'll um, talk about the VVR store Mm -hmm. just real quick. So we talked a little bit about it last episode, but they have kind of like a general store where if you needed to like restock on a little bit of like meals or like buy any necessities you could do that there and one thing that was nice that they had was kt tape Mm -hmm. it seems like once you hit you know a certain number of miles on a long hike some body part is bothering you and you know doing whatever you can just to keep buying yourself more you know less pain and and better mobility on the trail work so they had kt tape that you could buy and so there was some taping up of different extremities Mm -hmm. that happened and that was kind of a cool thing that they had at the store yep and they also had a lot of other essentials like sunscreen yeah and actually at vvr is where we found our (gasps) very treasured item yeah our rehydration pouch yes and once again it looked like someone had just made it you know, like at taping home. one of those and um, then, mailer things that are bubble wrap sort of. Exactly. How do you that? I don't even I know. Don't know. Yeah. It, you know, it, but it, it's yeah. like one of our favorite things and mm-hmm. we still have it and we'll continue to use it. And we found it there. And once we had like put everything back in our packs after like the rain, you know, disaster, they actually have a hook there that you can, oh, it's yeah. a scale so you can weigh your pack. And we really like circled the drain about if we wanted to wear packs or not because we never want to like really know and then get in our heads so we decided to weigh it without food and without water mm-hmm. and then that's when uh unfortunately carrie realized that yeah molly's pack weighs 21 pounds without food and water my pack weighs 26 pounds and this whole time molly Wait. had me feeling all guilty oh uh i'm molly i have to carry all of the chargers because <laughs> You carry the tent, and then I have to carry blah, blah, blah. I'm carrying so much stuff, and I was just like, oh, I feel a little bit badly. And here I am carrying five extra you know pounds what? of weight. That was actually with food. It was with food oh, yeah. just without water. So there you go. But yeah, then then Carrie had that against me, so yeah. I couldn't criticize nice. her anymore because yeah. she was carrying five exactly. pounds yeah, I would have had, like, way more. I was like, wow, I wish we hadn't weighed these. <laughs> so the next kind of fun thing that happened was every once in a while, new people roll into VVR and they'll be like, hikers incoming. And so there were a couple of brothers that hiked into VVR and oh, we didn't really yeah. get to talk to them. They kind of just pitched their tent and wanted to rest, which is totally respectable. But there was another guy who came on the trail, and this is a slight callback as well. It was Randy. <laughs> and I think we mentioned Randy in one of our earlier episodes when we were talking we about Forrester Pass. I don't think we mentioned him by name, oh, but well. he was the one who wanted to yeah, be struck by lightning yeah, versus, well, dying, yeah, of versus dying of hypothermia. <laughs> and so it was really fun to meet him because he just had the such a fun personality. He really cracked us up. He had actually hiked the John Muir Trail earlier that summer. 
and he had loved his experience so much that he just thought, I want to get back out there again. So he bought another permit and he was out on his second through hike of the John Muir Trail in one year. And he just was a great dude. He was super friendly and he loved to visit and he liked to tell stories about his last time on trail and he just cracked us up so much. And it so was much. fun to just put all the pieces together because yeah. the ranger we saw at the top of Donahue, yeah. she and Sophia and Randy had all camped together. Yep. Um, and I think it would have been our second night on the trail. Yep. And so it was fun to even hear about like, like all... his, ver- his version of those stories that we'd already heard right about <laughs> from Sophia. So it know. was fun to put all those yeah. dots together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's always fun when you meet those trail characters later on. And speaking of another trail character, we do have to correct one of our stories from last week. When we said that guy was smoking on the trail, we remembered that he wasn't smoking on the trail. That's illegal. It was when they would get into their resupply sites, he would be double-handed smoking. So he'd have a cigarette in each (laughs) hand smoking them. So I'm just correcting that story. Uh, But yeah, it was so fun to meet Randy and just visit with him and... um, you know, he had a lot of nice stuff, I feel like, to say about the trail up ahead. He did share that story about, like, oh, don't go over passes in a thunderstorm, which is definitely yeah, uh, that's a, good call. a fair thing to tell us. And so he kind of told us about that, which I guess we already had the idea that it was going to be really horrible on the passes ahead, so maybe we didn't need that. <laughs> but nevertheless, when 4.30 came around, we put our packs, threw them into the back it wasn't of the pickup four, truck. Well, I think it was like, what do you have to leave at three or something to get there? Oh, you're right. So, okay. yeah, I just so remember we, yeah. as, uh, as that time came near, you know, we just, I'm feeling like a little bit stressed. Like, oh, do I have lunch everything? too. We yeah. had burgers. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Those we filled up, we had our burgers and then mm-hmm. it was like the time frame where you're like, oh gosh, I hope I didn't uh, leave well, something no, anywhere. Let's be more correct. You're in the bathroom. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, <laughs> Toilets, 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 washing the hands. I feel like they're like, load your packs in the pickup. And Molly was like, I'm going to use the bathroom one more time. I'm like, they're going to leave you here. Yeah, honestly, honestly. But they didn't leave me. And so just to summarize our stop at VVR, I feel like the best thing of all was meeting all these other hikers that were doing the trail, either, you know, concurrently with us or just hearing the stories of hikers that were going northbound. And uh, it was a great just spot to kind of come together. And I feel like when we stopped at Red's Meadow, it was the same effect. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really nice because when people come to VVR, probably more often than not, they'll stay a night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a nice way to just get to know a lot of the people that we were going on the trail with and have a sense of community. I think that was my favorite part. Yeah, me too. And I think that I just love the fact that we were able to build on those relationships in the upcoming days. So now that we were finally leaving VVR, we were not trapped there for many, many days like that guy told us after we left Red Meadow. But uh, we threw our packs into the back of the pickup and we all loaded up and we drove across that crazy bumpy lake bed, which when we say bumpy, I can't even describe it. It's not, it's like like hills that you're driving over. It's just the craziest drive. And I always kept thinking like, uh, I hope no one's backpack like flies out of the pickup truck bed. So we got to the ferry and everybody loaded up. We sat there and we we just got going across the lake. And of course, as we're in the middle of the lake, it starts just like spitting rain at us, which, you know, you've, you're all dry at that time. You're all clean. Oh, I know. And you just felt so gloaty because it rained so hard earlier and you were at, you <laughs> Under were underneath an overhang. Yeah. But alas, there was going to be rain. So it was just hilarious though, because the driver of the boat literally stopped the boat in the middle of the lake as it's raining. And I think all of us were like, what's going on? And suddenly 
he is trying to put a poncho on, but unfortunately he couldn't quite find the spot where it was to go over his head. And so we're all just kind of watching him. He's like standing at the very edge of the boat, like struggling with this poncho. And I think everyone in the... I think we all thought like, is he going to fall off of the boat? And slash, what are we supposed to do then? But But he didn't fall off and he kind of just drove us over to the other side. He was happy in his poncho. None of us were opening our packs to get our raincoats out though. I know. And um, he told us some interesting stories on the ride and then when we got to the other side he dropped us off and said have at it. And really it was kind of off to the races for us at that Mm -hmm. point and we were hiking with Sophia. Yeah and the three friends also took the ferry with us. Yeah the three friends and us and Sophia. I think that was it correct? Yep that was all. And so it's funny because I just remember when we all got to the shore it was just like the like a mad searching inside the packs like for literally every single one of us we're all desperately grabbing out our like rain jackets and they're grabbing out their ponchos which in yeah. that's an area a poncho was kind of it's I, idea, I don't know i don't a poncho is not gonna get wet it's not yeah. gonna soak through yeah. which is awesome i don't yeah it's so light it was a good plan for them so but i'm just thinking about ponchos. how we were on the lake bed here and we knew we had at least a mile and a half to walk before we could even hit trees to get some cover from mm-hmm. the rain yeah so i feel like we did this like mad dash speed walk with sophia yeah, we we're just hauling we were just hauling to get to tree cover mm-hmm. and it was kind of funny to go from like zero day which we had like you know i guess we had a 24 hour yeah. time mm-hmm. frame to like you know lounging relaxing to then like full tilt ahead like let's get to the trees so we made it to tree cover and fortunately the rain never became like a downpour as it had earlier and it, it was kind of nice because it was like it rained earlier and then the whole time we hiked uh we had like this well, spitting mist yeah but it was almost like a nice mist well, like it kept you cool I and it never made it. you wet carrie didn't love it i guess i feel like it made me wet <laughs> <laughs> like i mean i wasn't like wet underneath my i feel like it was kind of hot yeah so it, was weird, it was like kind of yeah. sweaty but yeah. i'm glad that you have i didn't loved mind it, it. I, I was yeah. in a good mood but the thing was i think it's amazing to see how much just 24 hours of rest can reset your body like it kind of blew my mind because I mean, I wasn't, like, so exhausted when we rolled into VVR, but we were just powering up. What was the climb? 2,400 feet? Well, so we had, it was, like, a 2,000-foot ascent over three and a half miles, and we just cruised. I think it was... And and we felt really good. Like, honestly, it was, I kept saying it was really well-graded, and I don't know if that's true or not, but it was a ton of switchbacks, and the grade just felt awesome. Like, I felt strong. I felt like I could go fast, and I think that that was just so empowering because it's like you've got this big mental block of that big pass up ahead that might have snow on it but or here even, we are doing just fine even the mental block when we were heading across the lake oh yeah that on, actually felt so bad you could see the sierras just rising up to meet you and you think like oh man we are really low and mm-hmm. we have to really go up but it was amazing how we just kept walking and, and i feel like on that specific portion of the day we were like visiting continuously yeah like because I wrote in my journal something about had such fun conversations as we hiked so I don't even know all the things we talked about but it was like just a really fun vibe and one thing we did talk about so anytime Molly and I go into the wilderness we (laughs) often will find that if we've been out there enough days when we come back, some sort of major, you know, Historical news event has event. happened. Yeah. Like, one time we were in the wilderness for five days, and when we came out, we turned on the radio, and it was like, Afghanistan has fallen. And we were like, what? There was nothing happening yeah. in Afghanistan <laughs> when we went into the, into the wild. So, when we were at Red's Meadow, we had gotten some text on our phone that was like, um, loved ones rushed to Queen Elizabeth's side. And we were just like, that's pretty weird. 
And so then, of course, you don't hear anything for days. And when we were at VBR, we saw that Queen Elizabeth had died. So it was like, okay, naturally, another huge historic event has happened. We're Honestly, out hiking. Yeah. Next time, we better warn the world, like, FYI. Brace yourselves. Yeah, brace yourselves. <laughs> but, um, and I don't know, maybe people won't like this joke, but we laughed about it a lot that day. <sighs> We loved to name the hill that we were hiking up because we just loved it so much. Well, and it had, it didn't have a name. It was wild yeah, because it was a lot of the other ascents that you do are passes, yeah. whether they're major passes or minor passes, mm-hmm. they're passes. But this is literally called, if you look at it on a map, it's called like Volcanic Knob. Yeah. So it's not a pass. And so we decided to name it our the, own name. Yeah. Which I think was the Her Royal Highness Queen Elizabeth Memorial Hill. But it was Elizabeth the second. Yeah, Queen Elizabeth the second Memorial Hill. But it was funny because I think it kept getting longer each time, right? We say, "Well, we're name we'll name it Queen Elizabeth Hill," and then we were like, "We should name it Queen Elizabeth Memorial Hill," and then we were like, "We should name it Her Royal Highness the Queen Elizabeth Memorial Hill." And it was like, "Oh no, it should be Her Royal Highness the Queen Elizabeth II Memorial Hill." (laughs) And so it was one of those things. It brought us a lot of yeah. Like we we just were cracking up so much as we went up that hill, and I'm like, "What a fun memory of a time when we were just really strong." And honestly, maybe this is a little bit crass, but when you're in the wilderness, sometimes things are funny to you and they're not funny in real life. But after that, we kept being like, well, you know, these people like coming the other direction, um, like even on passes where we, we saw people date, like, or doing a very short backpacking trip, sometimes we'd be like, oh, there's people coming who probably have been in the outside world. We'd be like, man, I just wonder how the queen is doing. We haven't, I just am getting so worried about her. And we, that was also something that brought us kind of a ridiculous to know amount of joy. If anyone would say, like, yeah, I wanted us, to know if someone would be like, like she died, <laughs> but no one ever told us. And yeah. I'm like, that's kind of rude. Did they really want us to not find out that news until we got back to society? <laughs> so obviously, when you're on trail, you can even, get a little bit even weird. though we had a couple stops with some semblance of civilization, clearly we weren't in our right yeah, minds. Something was wrong with us, but, but it, it was, was entertaining. Just, it was really fun, and it made us laugh a lot. We just, like, kept, you know, striding out. It was strong strides, I think, is what I wrote in my journal as we did that ascent. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, before you knew, before we knew it, we were at the top of the hill. Didn't we pass it was the camp that we were originally going to stay at, too? I think we might have. I think Because we felt so good. I think it was only supposed to be six miles. Yeah. And then we were like, no. hey, do you feel good? Do you feel good? Yeah, everybody feels good. Let's just keep going to this next spot that's two miles away. And, and it was kind of nice because like the clouds started breaking. So some sunshine came in and this is just hilarious to me. But of course we like came over a hill and we saw all of these mountains in the distance and it was such a cool view. It was was like in a way we hadn't seen it yet in the Sierra, I'd say. And of course, without a map, we're like, (laughs) oh my gosh, we can see all of our upcoming passes. (laughs) We're like... I wonder if that's Muir, and that's Mather, and there's Glynn and Pinchel, but we probably can't see Forrester because it's so far away. And it's like, in reality, I don't even know. I was like, like I, wonder, I wonder if Mount Whitney's tucked back there. Yeah, exactly. Like, in reality, <laughs> that's there's like no way miles, that we yeah. can see all of that. Uh, but it gave us a lot of joy, and we really spent a long time trying to figure out who was who and what was what. And so I just like to think about how funny that was. We were leapfrogging the three friends basically the whole time we were ascending. Oh no, I can't remember it. Uh, Her Royal Highness, the Queen Elizabeth the II Second Memorial Hill. Hill. Yes, we were leapfrogging them, and then at some point, I think we then passed them. 
And we continued on until we got to our campsite. And I think this was the latest time that we got to our campsite our whole trip yeah it was we we made it, it to after, camp after the sun it was, had set yeah it was the sun had set so it was dark. finally getting dark and i don't think we needed our headlamps but it was pretty close and so when we got to this tent site there was already one tent pitched with a couple hikers there and one of them uh actually asked us if we were pct hikers yeah and we said oh no we're on the jmt she was like no jmt hikers hiking after dark i was like well we are <laughs> yeah we are we we had but a zero day it's interesting because i remember that being one of the first nights that it was truly cold because remember how we pitched our tent and then like yeah. you know as we're breathing you can see your breath in yeah. the air and then you guys were making dinner, and I was like, I have to change. And I got in our tent, and it was so much warmer in our oh, tent. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and then I changed, and and I think that, like, it was just interesting. We made tea that night. We must have really we, been feeling I think good. right after we had pitched our tent and we're starting supper, then the three friends rolled in as well. So yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think we really visited with them, but we had to do our little, it's the three friends yeah, little chant. Again. <laughs> so they, they pitched their tents kind of a ways from us, and we didn't talk to them too much. But like Carrie said, we made our dinners, and then we had tea and visited some more. Like, we were just having a lot of fun that And day. I'll admit to everyone that I did not know how to use a lighter. Yeah. Like, I don't know. My thumbs are like toe thumbs and so I like to think they're not quite as dexterous as yeah. maybe others and I guess we just always used matches I don't know why we yeah. didn't use a lighter so uh Sophia thought that was the most ridiculous thing <laughs> in the world as I tried repeatedly to to figure out how to actually use a lighter yeah and so I could say after about 15 tries I yeah, did get it to light it. once and, it. and that was nice learn a new skill yeah ex- a new skill on the trail not related to backpacking <laughs> but it was a skill nonetheless mm-hmm. so we you know had our tea and just enjoyed the fact that I guess we didn't have a zero day and we were back on trail striding and, and feeling strong. Yeah. And Molly wrote 9.40 p.m. bedtime, which, man, I'm remembering too. I think we had to use the bathroom that night or were we trying to pre-dig our cat holes? And no. it was like a little bit scary because remember we were trying to ha- walk down, but it's like super angled. Yeah. Was- like you pitch your tent kind of on the edge of like this hill that just goes straight down. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to fall. <laughs> But we were, like, wandering around in the dark I trying know. to find a place to, know. to dig our cabins. And it was all, like, it was wet because it had rained so yeah. much that day. Mm-hmm. So you were, like, kind of sliding around yeah. on all these leaves yeah. on the hill. But yeah, wet and that And that's why everyone, when we talk about being around toilets, we get so excited. Yeah. Because when you're wandering around on this muddy hillside, sliding around. It's dark. Like, a, a porcelain toilet, it yeah. sounds like the literally the best thing exactly. in the world. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Two Sisters on Adventures podcast. As always, if you want to see any pictures or videos from what we talked about today, please feel free to follow us on either Instagram or Facebook at Two Sisters on Adventures, and that's spelled with the number two. And that's where we'll share those items. And remember, if you have any questions about what we talked about today, mm-hmm. please feel free to message us on our social media accounts. We love feedback and we also love to answer questions that you might have. Mm-hmm. And if you enjoy this podcast, feel free to give us a rating and review on the podcast platform of your choice so that other people can find us as well. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>